and welcome to this podcast series from Prompt Business Strategies, the turnaround and growth specialists. We will be taking a close look at the world of turnaround and exploring how to grow your business. We'll be talking to the people who've experienced it, from financial directors to lawyers and business owners, in order to give you insight and practical help. So if you are faced with dealing with a similar situation, hopefully it won't seem so daunting. Your host is David Stone, founder and CEO of Prompt Business Strategies. He'll be joined by a range of experts to discuss the hot issues. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Becca Harding and I'm a business owner and a journalist. And I'm with David Stone, a prompt business strategist today to talk about what's going on for businesses at the moment and what businesses should be doing to protect themselves in what are very difficult times. So hello, David. How are you? Yeah. Hi, Rebecca. Very well indeed. Thank you. So what are you seeing in the commercial arena at the moment? Well, I think we're definitely seeing quite a lot of working capital pressure coming through. So we're finding businesses, more and more businesses are going to the banks, and we're seeing obviously some of those that are being diverted towards us, whereby it's a combination of a lot of things, but they are literally starting to run out of cash is, is the truth of it. And it's getting a little bit more complicated that because in COVID times, we saw the beginnings of that. And then yeah. with the yeah. government support uh, coming in with things like C-bills, um, there was quite a lot of help actually and furlough. And now, of course, all of that's fallen away. And these businesses have got what we would call leveraged balance sheets. So they've got, they've, in effect, they've got those loans now sitting on their balance sheet. So it's quite hard actually for these businesses to go and get support either from their bank or from other lenders as well. It's very difficult right now. So do you think a lot of those businesses were perhaps ones that weren't planning their cash flow particularly well anyway? Or do you think they sort of just panicked and borrowed and borrowed and borrowed because they didn't know what was going to happen with COVID? Um, what, what do you think about those sorts of businesses that are getting themselves into a bit of trouble now with the, with their sort of heavy loans? and? Yeah. yeah, they fall into a couple of categories really. So we saw quite a lot of businesses in, in the pandemic take out loans, but actually not use them. So they were like a safety net. Right. Um, and, okay, those were typically larger businesses that had a, more reserves within the balance sheet. The smaller businesses needed to deploy those loans, so they actually needed to spend that money. So there is a real mix now, and it's very easy sort of peering over the fence and be critical of these businesses, but actually they most probably did everything they could at the time. But what's now happening is like the perfect storm has come along. There's no more government support, which I think, you know, as taxpayers, I think we can all recognise that as well, that possibly is the right decision. But then we've got the whole sort of economic world has changed completely that none of us really could see coming. So it's like the perfect storm. Yeah, I mean, it is scary. As a business owner, I've noticed the changes. We've got the energy costs and I think, you know, the cost of people is is now higher as well. But I mean, the big thing is inflation, isn't it? Nobody was really um, seeing inflation. And I know I've, I've talked to people in the US and they're, they're really freaking out at the moment about the levels of inflation over there. I mean, how do you think people are feeling here? Well, I think we've been doing quite a lot of work with um, some quite large construction groups, and, and it is quite scary. So whilst the government is giving projections around about 11% of, of inflation, when you look at forward buying on a lot of materials like steel, uh, wood, cement, glass, etc., 
On our aggregate level, so across all of those, we're seeing 22 to 24% uh, inflation on forward buying. And that sort of indicates that it depends on what sector. And I most probably, you know, the government clearly knows more, more about this than I do, how they get to 11%. But, it, but that's across all sectors. So I think we're going to really see some winners and losers and some real challenges in certain sectors. And particularly those that have got a high material content whereby they're buying into manufacture. We're seeing some real, real stress on the horizon. And then you've got the people side, which is what you're just hinting at as well. And I, you know, understandably, I mean, you're, you're reading the papers as much as I am, is that businesses are definitely feeling the pressure to, to put up salaries, et cetera. And then you have a bit we've seen more of, and that's slightly in more the professional services side, so more than potentially manufacturing, is the, the long, younger sort of cohort of workers are very, very willing to switch companies to get a better pay rise. And I think we were talking to some business owners only last week about this very point. And I think the main reason yeah. is that with so many of those young workers, IT orientated working from home, their allegiance to their company has actually been, is quite minimal, really, whereas historically they would have been in an office. And there's a bit of peer pressure to stay with a company because you get to know everybody. But yeah. when you're working in your third bedroom, <laughs> that, that sort of peer pressure isn't there. So there's also this whole transient market that is, I think is causing another layer of wage inflation. It's interesting, isn't it? Because even though we've moved to a much more digital landscape, you know, we've sort of people say we've gone ahead sort of 10 years in the space of COVID in terms of our use of digital. Actually, some of the old um, values, such as being really in touch with your people and, and valuing your staff, are the ones that are really going to win through, I think, for businesses at the moment. But if you're sitting at home, like I am, and you've got sort of financial issues with your inflation and your energy costs going up, material costs, what, what sort of devices and what can people do to actually assess their situation because I think a lot of particularly small business owners really struggle with seeing the whole picture when they're very very close to it so what should they be doing yeah no, and I think it, and it is difficult I mean to be fair I think it is very difficult when you're sort of fighting the fire yeah of running a business on day-to-day level and you've got all these things happening as, as you say energy prices are just scary I mean they're literally unbelievable we're, we're sort of using a, a tool that we actually developed during COVID and we thought we would deploy it more during COVID. Ironically, we didn't, but we, I think we're now seeing the use of it, which is our prompt business mapping. And in simple terms, what we, ta- what we do is we literally economically and commercially map out where a business is today, um, spend time with the directors, shareholders and senior management team to talk about where they're trying to get to and then map it out, literally map out from where they are today to where they want to get to. And, and what that helps do really is also identify whether you need to put up your prices, you know, and where you can get away putting up prices, where you need to switch supply base to buy differently, and also, you know, manage your overheads. Is there any slack? I dread to say it, but you know, can you reduce the overheads? And that can mean people as well as everything else, but you've got to get the business fit. And so we're sort of deploying that technique more and more right now. Um, and I say, we ironically thought we were going to be using more of that actually in COVID. But of course, the government rightly so stepped in. But now with the government not being able to step in, yeah, we're now using those techniques. 
I mean, overall, what are your sort of key tips for directors at the moment? So map out your business and look at all the different aspects of it from cutting back uh, or or increasing prices. I I think people tend to do one or the other, don't they? They don't always look at the whole picture. But on top of that, is there anything else that people can be doing? Yeah, I think it's almost back to basics, actually. So, so number one, like in all difficult situations, is to have a really detailed rolling 13-week cash flow and to be religious about updating it because things can change really quickly. And the reason for doing that, stating the obvious, really, but is that gives you visibility 13 weeks out of what's coming towards you and gives you a bit of time to react. So if you can see a cash squeeze coming, you do have time to say, can I can I sell more? Can I reduce my stock holding? Can I change something to improve it? Rather than getting to a point where cash reserves are getting really, really low. And then the other one, which is really related to inflation, is, is looking at margins and being really focused on which products you're selling to who or services for that matter and what the margins are. And it's often one gets easily caught out in this one where, where something's selling really well. And you tend to not realise why it's selling well. And that could be actually, you're you actually are making less margins on that and therefore you're competitive in the market. But actually, you're not making much money on it. And that's what happens to a lot of businesses. And you don't realise it's happening because you think you're being successful because you're selling a lot and you're, and you're reliant on those sales to generate cash. Yeah. So it's really, you know, that cash flow, keeping on that cash flow, keeping it really up, detailed and alive. And then really looking at margins by product and services by customer to make sure that you're not underselling in real terms. Or, or there may be a case, which we've done a couple of businesses, where actually stop doing something. You actually stop selling those products or services to certain customers. You, know, you don't need to be aggressive. Just wind them out of those contracts. And did you find it quite difficult to persuade those businesses to drop those products because they weren't profitable, but they were kind of emotionally attached to them? <laughs> oh, definitely. And I mean, I'm as guilty as that as well. I think we all are because, of, and often they are the higher selling ones in terms of volume. They are ones. And of course, you've got to be careful to cut them off too quick because they can be cash generative. They can keep your cash flow going. But yeah, we did a media business not that long ago that, whereby we worked out they're in higher media equipment very, you know, quite a large business. And we worked out that actually, you know, they could almost reduce their turnover by 40%, which is dramatic, but up their profits dramatically by getting, ultimately getting rid of the non-performing customers, really, and, and, and certain products that just didn't make margins. And that was a hard sell, Rebecca, definitely. That was a really hard sell to persuade them to do it. But the interesting thing, they did it, and it worked. It did work. So the analytical work gave them the confidence to go and do what they most probably wouldn't have dared to before. Yeah, it's all about the evidence, isn't it? You've got to have the evidence. You've got, got to have the evidence. Black and white on a spreadsheet. Yeah, no, exactly. Don't go to pure gut feel. That can be risky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that's a creative like me goes for. <laughs> I need to hang oh, around with you, <laughs> Oh, no, that's brilliant. Thanks ever so much, David. That's been really helpful and really useful, I'm sure, for everybody. So thank you. Well, I really enjoyed speaking with you. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for joining us. This podcast was brought to you by Prompt Business Strategies, the turnaround and growth specialists. If you want to get in touch with David Stone or any of our speakers, please visit our website, promptstrategies.co.uk and use the contact details you'll find there. All the views expressed in this podcast are individual opinions and are general, so they do not constitute professional advice. 
If you want to see how an issue applies to your own situation, then please do talk to us directly. 